재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 당신은 중고차를 선택한 것이 아니다 당신이 선택한 건 최초라는 자부심이자 경기 없이 누리는 편리함이며 BMW만의 벽이 다른 책임감 당신은 BMW의 선택을 선택했다 BMW 프리미엄 셀렉션 Well, World AIDS Day has always been observed on December 1st since way back in 1988. And it was established in order to raise awareness of the HIV-AIDS epidemic, uh, bring attention to uh, this uh, disease, and figure out ways to once and for all eradicate it from the world. We have celebrities, world leaders uh, sharing their messages and being involved in various campaigns to mark World AIDS Day. So in recognition... of this day. We are going to uh, invite a special guest. Joining us on the line, the Director General of the International Vaccine Institute, Dr. Jerome Kim. Hello. Good evening. Good evening to you, sir. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, 1988, it's been quite a while, over 20 years. Uh, in your view, are we better off today than we were in 1988? And uh, have we sort of turned a corner? So, um, yeah, great question. You know, it, it, it's only my personal view, but I think, you know, we're, we're suffering from a bit of, of HIV-AIDS fatigue. Mm. Um, we've, had, we've heard all the great news about how uh, drug treatment works, and it does, how people's lives are, have been prolonged and uh, how we're reducing the number of infections worldwide. But there's still a long way to go, and I think we, we all have to recognize that we could still lose this war. Um, You know, and then occasionally, like uh, just in, in the past week, we, we had another movie star who um, uh, came out and, and disclosed his HIV status. Right. Um, you know, unfortunately, for all those other people, for the millions of people with living with HIV/AIDS, you know, it's it's a it's a daily struggle, and and I think we we all have to recognize this and commit ourselves uh, to getting rid of this problem. Do you feel because it's been sort of, uh, I guess, around for a while, and as you say, high-profile celebrities, uh, very recently Charlie Sheen uh, coming out public uh, with his fight against AIDS, HIV, uh, that awareness is still a problem in certain parts of the world? So, you know, uh, HIV-AIDS has always been um, on, on multiple, multiple levels. Um, at a very personal level, it's really the failure to use Um, protection or protect yourself against infection. I mean, we know that, for instance, um, circumcision has a positive protective effect for men. We also know that condoms work extremely well. I mean, in Thailand, they nearly got rid of the problem through the 100% condom program. Um, we know now that antiretroviral medication, if taken uh, before um, a, a sexual act with an HIV-infected person, probably protects you against infection. I mean, there are all these things that work if you take them. And, and unfortunately for us, at a personal level, we have to make people aware that this is something that, that they not only should do, but that they must do mm. um, in order to protect others. Um, you know, in, in some parts of the world, there is knowledge and awareness present, but just, you know, it's just the appropriate actions are, are not taken. Um, some people are reluctant to seek a diagnosis. You 
because they don't want to know uh, that they're HIV infected. And this also contributes uh, to new infections, uh, particularly at the earliest stages of infection when a person are, is most contagious. We often think of uh, HIV, AIDS, the epidemic, and most people think, oh, it's a problem in places like Africa, but we're largely immune from it here in Korea. It's not necessarily the case. How is the HIV-AIDS situation here in Korea? So, you know, Korea only has about 10,000 uh, HIV-infected persons, uh, which means that it's not a really big HIV problem. But with 1,000 new infections occurring every year, particularly occurring in younger age groups, um, Korea is kind of seeing the same phenomenon that's seen in other Asian countries, uh, where HIV is predominantly in what we call high-risk groups, um, people uh, who are commercial sex workers or men who have sex with men. Thailand, China, Japan are all seeing infections in the same uh, risk group. Mm. Um, and it's very similar to what's being seen in the United States, Europe, Australia. And in some of those countries, the rate of infections is 5 to 10% per year, which is really um, significant. Mm. Um, still, you know, 1,000 uh, persons doesn't seem like a lot. And with therapy, most of these infected individuals will live long uh, and productive lives, and, that, and that's a great thing. Um, but the cost of therapy are eventually going to be borne by society. And I think, you know, that becomes probably one of the greatest arguments for Korea being involved um, in, in work on HIV prevention and cure. Right. Korea, as you well know, uh, was hit hard recently uh, by the MERS outbreak. How well prepared, generally speaking, is Korea uh, in terms of combating infectious diseases? Well, I think, you know, the most important thing about the MERS outbreak is that um, the Korean government learned a lesson, and I think that's what all outbreaks teach us. No outbreak is the same. So rapid and coordinated responses, openness and communication, cooperation with international partners. You know, the best governments always learn from these crises like MERS or like the world did uh, with the Ebola outbreak uh, in West Africa. So, you know, the Ministry of Health and Welfare has been engaged in the process of improvement um, since the summer. And, um, of course, again, the problem is always that Two, two epidemics are never the same. Yeah, that is uh, very true, and certainly, as you say, some lessons learned there. Uh, you actually began your tenure as Director General of the International Vaccine Institute a couple months before the MERS outbreak uh, in March. Can you just tell us a little bit about uh, your work so far at the Vaccine Institute and, and some of the projects or major initiatives that you are working on or you think our listeners should know about? Yeah, so... Um IBI, you know, um, since it was founded here in, in 1997, really has been focusing on diseases of, of people who um, don't have the means, uh, people who are living in, in developing countries. Uh, and our work is fr pr focused primarily on um, two diarrheal diseases, uh, cholera and typhoid, uh, and also on dengue, which is a disease which, although it's not in Korea now, Korea has the right mosquitoes and, and uh, with global warming, uh, you know, there's an anticipation that it, it will appear here. Um, as a result of the generous um, gift of the, of the Samsung um, group, uh, we will hopefully be soon uh, working on a MERS vaccine. And, um, and we're also beginning to explore other potential vaccines, uh, both with uh, Korean companies and with uh, other companies uh, in Asia and um, in uh, North America. And I suppose the political... Um... <laughs> The politically correct statement would be that as far as the IVI is concerned and the move to uh, base its headquarters in here, no, no regrets, right, coming to Korea? <laughs> Absolutely not. You know, Korea has 
a vibrant academic community. They do world-class research. Uh, the biotech industry is exploding here, and, and really this is the kind of place that an institute that specializes in, in new vaccines and, and work uh, with developing countries really um, should be. You know, the other thing is that having been one of the a developing country and one of the only developing countries to move into the group of, of developed countries, you know, Korea does feel uh, a commitment uh, to helping improve the condition of people who are less fortunate. Final question, because uh, we are talking about World AIDS Day that just passed. Uh, the WHO wants to eradicate this disease by 2030. Uh, are you optimistic that we can do this? So, you know, those of us who've worked on HIV for a long time always hope for the best, but we always expect the worst. And But I think that all countries should support the goal. You know, in the 1980s, we didn't think that we would be able to eradicate polio. Mm. And now, although we're a little bit behind schedule, there are only two countries in the world where polio exists. And why not believe that we, we can do the same thing uh, for HIV? So I really believe that we need to try. Um, and if we don't hit it in 2030, uh, as, as long as we continue to make progress, um, maybe in our lifetimes HIV will become a disease um, of history. Right. Shoot for the moon. Uh, you get partway. They still uh, a very impressive accomplishment. Dr. Jerome Kim, thank you very much for joining us. Despite your busy schedule, really appreciate your time and uh, best of luck to you uh, as the head of the IVI. Thanks a lot. Good evening. That was Dr. Jerome Kim, Director General of the International Vaccine Institute. We've got Soul City News up next.